0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. Is the show Jeopardy in jeopardy? We'll find out soon enough. Plus, the Nobody's Knows Around on Nicolas Cage announced their loser of the week and much, much more.
0: Okay, let's just get the show on the road. I have a lot to do today. <laughs>
1: All right, we're recording. You start.
0: Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do.
1: Talked right into that one.
0: All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie.
1: And I'm Bryce.
0: And we are The Nobodies, experts on nothing.
1: Opinions on everything.
0: Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies.
1: Hi. Hi, Hello. everyone. And Annie. It's weird. Do we, talk, do we talk to the listeners or do we talk to each other?
0: Well, you talk off your plan, so I don't know. (laughs) Um,
1: I I wonder. I I thought about this for a little bit now. I wonder, like, I I don't know if I feel like I'm just coming on to talk to you, but I don't. I
0: I would not welcome you to another episode. (laughs) Like, what is that?
1: I think you should. I think you should be welcoming me. I am. I am back, and I'm. I love the welcome.
0: Okay. So well, thank you can for the that, welcome. But for the listeners, I'm just so you guys know, I'm welcoming you to another episode. Okay. Bryce has to be here, so
1: <laughs> much to Annie's yeah. dismay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Annie, what what is your peak and what is your valley this week?
0: Um, my peak will have been that I had my first baby shower.
1: Woo!
0: Um and I don't. Should we have hypothesize any details? what you're gonna
1: get? Are you gonna get a baby? Are you gonna get a a, a beer bong for a baby? Like in yeah. front, like Rachel in front?
0: I I think that actually my insurance <laughs> is gonna cover that, so I don't <laughs> have to stare for a breast pump.
1: Oh, okay, that's <laughs> um, good.
0: But yeah, no, I will have more details for that next time we record. But that'll be my peak for sure. Um, my valley is actually present day. Oh, and it has to do with you.
1: Oh. Great! No,
0: it's it's gonna be your peak and it's my valley. Yes. Okay. I like this. I have been like ordering things off of Amazon. I think in the middle of the night because Amazon packages keep showing up and I like don't remember ordering them. Um, It's only happened a couple times, but this recent time um, came after you told me that you don't. Okay. Well, you texted me. Yesterday, and I had some stuff that I had to bring to your apartment, mm-hmm. and you, you asked way. me – you're welcome – and you asked me to bring you a tumbler, and I was like, I don't know what he's t- – I do not know what he's talking about. <laughs> Long story short, they, it, what you were referring to was actually koozies, and you had like a weird – memory lapse or something that it was like a 32 ounce tumbler correct
1: yes yes
0: so we were talking about this they're not by the way no they're not they're literally like thin can koozies like what you would put a white claw in they're not a 32 ounce yeti tumbler so he texted me yesterday and was like can you also bring that which of course i could like whatever but i was confused what he meant by tumbler so then i corrected him and i was like listen the only reason these are still in my possession." is because you decided to go to Omaha for four months at a time. And I've – the listeners probably don't realize this. You and I have probably seen each other in person twice in the last –
1: I know. It's been so long.
0: I mean, it's probably been twice in the last five months.
1: Makes me so sad.
0: Which is crazy.
1: Totally. Um, Insane.
0: Yeah. So I just – I threw shade your way about how often you go home to Nebraska and stay there for extended periods of time. Um, then you you texted me in response to that. And you said, I would just like to point out, I need the listeners to understand like how our text conversations actually go. I would like to point out that I was not trying to shade you in the slightest, but I realized the other day that I do not have anything to put my coffee in that fits the amount that I drink at a time. <laughs> okay. So this is where the problem comes in. Because in your mind, the Yeti Koozie was actually a 32-ounce tumbler. I know for a fact that you have a cup from a movie theater Yes, that you drink your coffee out of. That, that is has Katniss
1: out. Everdeen on it.
0: Yes, that is at least 32 ounces. <laughs> at least. <laughs> so... Oh no. Now back to my story. My my valley, your peak.
1: Yes. Oh god, so it's pretty An
0: Amazon package showed up in my door yesterday. And in it was a 40-ounce tumbler <laughs> that I ordered for myself. In my sleep that I'm going to send the link to you. Yes.
1: Yes. Send it to me. That's amazing. It's
0: so huge.
1: That is bigger than your face.
0: It's bigger than my face and it stays cold.
1: But oh there's no reason
0: for you to have more than 40 ounces, so this should suffice for you.
1: Well, I know, and I and I showed you before we started recording that I'm drinking. I'm actually be, drinking very moderately out of my – I'm drinking coffee because we are recording it in this in the morning, and I'm drinking my iced coffee out of the Chandler mug that you got me. Yes. Which I love so much. It's so nice. I love it. And so I, t- I told myself I'm only going to drink that much for this recording, and then I can go okay. ham later.
0: How many times will you refill that today?
1: Oh, probably four. No, maybe not. That's probably probably th- three, three. Do and a half. you get
0: bad headaches when you take a couple days? De- I mean, when was the last time you took a couple of days off of caffeine?
1: Um, I think in Greece, I did take okay. a couple of days off of that, and I did, but I mean, I don't know. That could have been masked by like the yeah, amount of alcohol I was drinking. Um, I mean, you know, moderate, like in the moderation and a along. A it's a it was a marathon, not a sprint. So luckily, I wasn't like just out of control constantly. Um,
0: cool. I mean, I don't think you should be the judge of <laughs> that's that. That's
1: probably true. I don't know what is going on with my light. It's really irritating me. I look so, so dark. Who cares? Um, who this ca- is I a knows.
0: podcast. No one. Oh,
1: that's see right. Us. Yeah, no one can see us. Um, so that's that's hilarious, by the way. And I think at least you're drinking. I mean, you can't drink coffee right now, so you have to drink. you at least you're drinking like things that will hydrate you, as opposed to dehydration. Literally,
0: all I'm drinking right now is water.
1: Yeah, that's nice.
0: That's is so it- good. I would I
1: mean no, it's not. But do you feel a little bit better now that you've got you've like because I feel like it's just like there's a hump that you have to get over when you stop drinking coffee for a while. Have you gotten over that or you
0: Well, when I got pregnant, I had to cut down a on one cup of coffee a day anyway. Yeah. Um, so I was like not having that much coffee anyway. And then when I had to cut it out completely What is
1: one coffee to you? Because do we want to tell the listeners about your quad latte or <laughs>
0: No no, I mean when you're pregnant you can only have maximum Oh, literally one. You can have maximum 200 milligrams of caffeine in a day.
1: Oh god.
0: And so that's typically like one grande cold brew at Starbucks. Okay. So that's what I was having. Was a grande cold brew with cream. So it wasn't okay. even like a full um and you, of all people, should not judge what one coffee is. Mister, thirty-two ounces isn't enough. Oh no! I
1: was just asking. I was just asking. No,
0: I know. No, no, no. I know. No, no, no. When when I'm not pregnant, I'm a caffeine fiend because I just I'm yeah. in sales. Okay, that's all I should no, have. No, seriously,
1: that. that's it. That's that. You don't have any yeah. need to explain anything after that. Yeah,
0: exactly. What is that um, thing
1: though? That, that oh, sorry. Go ahead. I wanted to ask you a question about coffee really quickly though.
0: Oh yeah, no. Um. I will say, I think because I was only having one cup of coffee a day, it was like fairly, I don't want to say easy. At this point, I'm just missing the taste of it.
1: Like it really
0: gets my day going and I can do just one. I'm going to talk to my doctor about having just like one cup of decaf. Um, Yeah. I was going to
1: ask if you could do decaf.
0: I don't know. I need to ask her. Um, But I will say cutting out caffeine. I've said this to a couple people that have kids, it is amazing the things like a mom that's pregnant and not like, Mm -hmm. I haven't birthed a child yet, but it is amazing what I will do for this child that I've never met yet. Like
1: that is weird.
0: It's such a wild, like when my doctor said like, you need to cut out caffeine. I was like, done. Like it wasn't even a thought. It wasn't even, I mean, it was a thought like three days later when I had a headache and I was like, God, (laughs) I wish I could have a cup of coffee you don't miss those things, but it's not like even like T and I went to the movies yesterday and we got caffeine free soda. So it's like, it's just a non factor. Like you're Mm -hmm. just like, okay, that's what you have to do.
1: I love that. That's so great. That is such, that is, it has to be such a weird feeling that you haven't met this child and that you're like, even, I mean, even just like watching people on TV, like have children. I'm like, I don't understand how they do (laughs) do it.
0: Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm about to have one. And I think that so. (laughs) <laughs> oh um, my god! What question were you gonna ask me?
1: Well, what about the like? Have you is it mushroom coffee? What are those like alternatives to like those? There's there's some like coffee oh, alternatives that I think are supposedly
0: for sigmatic. Those yeah, are, have caffeine. I think.
1: I think they do, but there's like something that it's like they're not the the effects of coffee, like whatever. I mean, if you don't, I don't. I don't it's remember. not so
0: much the effects of coffee at this point because I haven't had coffee in. over two weeks okay wow you are a trooper
1: you are a trooper thank you
0: um so it's not like i'm like oh i need that caffeine boost like i'm finding that in other ways like i'll get Mm -hmm. up and work out or i'll do things like boost my yeah um it it really is like just i'm in my car all the time and there's something about just like being able to sip a cup of coffee on my way to my first office that i miss yeah and most teas, like I know there's a tea at Starbucks that is not caffeinated, but it's yeah, passion tea, fruit. Yeah, it's passion fruit. And I just like, that's not what I'm looking for in the morning.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, that's not going to do you any good.
0: No. So <laughs> but that's, well, that's like, I should actually look into, I wonder if they have like a caffeine free version of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that you could. There has to be like an alternative. I mean, decaf coffee is that? Uh, well, we don't have to get into this, but like that would be a good alternative because then you could at least well, get the decaf taste.
0: coffee has caffeine in
1: it. Oh, it does.
0: It's a very low amount, like okay. anywhere from two to fifteen milligrams, so it's really low. But I just have to clear it with my doctor first.
1: Well, my dad used to always drink decaf. He would drink decaf. Now he doesn't, but I think for a period of time he was drinking decaf coffee, like black decaf coffee. I'm like, why? Would you drink that? There yeah. just makes no sense to me. And he was like, "Well, just the taste of it, I think, just kind of like makes yeah, it, it, it seem like, like grabbing coffee." Wine. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm like that. Just seems such a waste. Yeah. Um, Speaking of my dad, I, my peak will be that I'm going on family vacation. Um, yes. I mean, as if I haven't been on enough vacations this, I mean, this, this time. I mean, it's just like ridiculous at this point. I feel like, am I like, I feel like a Kardashian or. Your
0: whole life is a vacation. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, I mean, how am I ever going to pay rent uh, again? Uh, no, I, uh, but I, I really um, am excited. I, our whole family we we'll be together, we just, you know, we've done, we've been together, like, I don't think we've been together since like Christmas, Um, which I know a lot of families, it's a lot longer for them. So, right. um, but I do think it's nice that we'll all, that we'll all be together and uh, for, you know, a, a week or so. And then, you know, that'll be fun. So we're going to um, Okoboji, Iowa, which is a big lake there. That'll be um, a blast. So that should be really fun. Um, And then My valley that I think that we should get into, I mean, maybe slightly, is that you said I am not laid back,
0: (laughs) Um, and I (laughs) no surprise to anyone, like the (laughs) fact that this is your valley is going to be everyone else's valley for the week.
1: I know, I know. Well, it's like, I mean, I will say, and we don't have to, like, it's not necessarily, I, I wouldn't say it's my Valley, because it should not be a surprise, and it isn't, but it was just funny the way that it kind of came about, because you asked me, like, normally, I feel like you, you would just say it, like, you'd be like, Bryce, you're not laid back, like, you would just tell me, it, but this time, it was just funny.
0: Well, because it, came it was from like I was, I was listening to the episode from.
1: Oh, right, right, right.
0: It w- from A the, conversation, weeks yeah, with the conversation, yeah, the
1: conversation
0: we had about J Lo, and you were like, "I think she is so down to earth and laid back, and she's really good for Ben Affleck." And I was like, "There's <laughs> nothing about J Lo that's laid back." No, like nothing. I mean, she controls and curates every part of her life, and so that means. <laughs> If Bryce thinks JLo is laid back, does Bryce think he is laid back?
1: <laughs> that is such a good I mean, seriously, the way that you got there is 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 so organic because <laughs> I really think that maybe when after I listened to the episode, I and the conversation multiple times, I thought, maybe I am <laughs> like, do I think that's laid back? Is that my definition of laid back? Right. Like JLo curating her entire life and figuring and like saying having everything be calculated maybe it is and maybe that's how
0: (laughs) i'm trying to find these text messages because i was like what
1: okay i will say i will say though that i do think and i don't know and i asked you this but i was like is laid back go with the flow is that a go with it because i feel like in a group setting like when i go on a vacation or something like especially with friends or like even when I'm in a group of friends going somewhere, I don't have like strong opinions or like have a passive aggressiveness about like, Oh, we should go here. We should do this. We should do that. Like I'm very much, I will do whatever everybody else wants because most of the time my ideas are either, uh, you know, not, um, (laughs) not, uh, not, not absorbed, but not like, uh,
0: Received well. (laughs) Received
1: well. Yes. Thank you. Like they're not like nobody wants to do what I want to do. So I've kind of learned over the years, like, okay, let's just, why don't you just do whatever and learn that everyone else is going to make the decisions in a group setting. Um, Mm -hmm. And like individually, individually, you're right on target. No, I'm not laid back. No, I'm not. I don't have any, like, I, I think I'm, I I want to say that I used to potentially be, but I don't think that I ever was. I think that that was, no. a, I think I've gotten progressively worse uh, as time has gone <laughs> on. I think, that's, I
0: think that's a fair assessment. Like your baseline was really high <laughs> and now like on the neurotic, not laid back, And now you're just like through the roof, through the roof. It's the industry
1: that I work in. I swear. It's like, it's that I blame that so much and I probably shouldn't, but I do. Let
0: me, let me read these texts.
1: Yeah. Read them.
0: So I said to you, I'm listening to the episode and the JLo conversation about being laid back. Do you think that you're laid back? (laughs) You said, depends on the situation, which immediately triggered me to type out, we need to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> and then you say, you said, I try to be laid back and go with the flow in a group scenario, but generally no. So you're sticking to your story here. Okay. So there's a level of consistency.
1: Thank you, thank you. Because that's I a problem said, for me too. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> so then I said, okay, let's talk about this. And you said, do you disagree? As if I was just going to be like, no, totally, you're the most laid back person I know. <laughs> and my response was, I don't think you're even slightly laid back. <laughs> <laughs> but then I did say down to earth. Yes. Laid oh, back. Not nice. a chance. Yes. You are down to earth. Like you're, you're just kind of, and I can understand your thought process of like, go with the flow.
1: But is In that the right term
0: plans? That's why I don't think that it's yeah, the right term. I don't think it is either. You, okay. Uh, so I just, this is the text that I need people. Yes. To latch on to and to hate as much as I do. (laughs) After I said, down to earth, yes, laid back, not a chance. Your response was, and this makes me want to punch you in the throat. (laughs) I think J-Lo and I have a lot in common. (laughs) (laughs) It's so
1: embarrassing.
0: As soon as you said that, I was just like, You're
1: "Like, nope, that's it. No, I'm done, done no, talking to you.
0: We gotta go. We can't do this." <laughs> we and that's go. when we decided. That's when we decided to talk about this. Today. Yes. I mean, this is also no shade because let me be no. Honest, I
1: mean, I, listen. I don't.
0: If you were not who you are, this podcast wouldn't exist. This like, there's okay. so many things.
1: You don't have to be. You don't have to be so nice.
0: No, no. But I'm just saying, like. The crazy thing is that most people I don't think would explain me as laid back, but in the two of us, I'm super laid back.
1: <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, true. Very but laid true.
0: Back is not.
1: Yeah, I don't a character think
0: character trait we can use for you.
1: No, no. Okay, I don't think so. Okay. I agree with you. I don't okay. think that that's. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like a once once upon a time, if I had lived in Nebraska my whole life, you know, I think I would have been laid back. But I think L.A. has intensified my not laid backness.
0: I think I mine L.A.'s had the opposite effect on me.
1: Really? You feel like you've gotten more laid back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? So you think that do you think that you're laid back or? No. Generally, no. Yeah,
0: because I am type A. I mean yeah. I think it's fair to say like it does depend on the setting and work definitely not. Yeah. Um
1: I also think that there's something to being type A as an oldest child. You and yeah. I are both the oldest. I think there is something specifically to that because I think my siblings get more laid back as they go down the line as well. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm just thinking that um I know a lot of like my a lot of friends with kids have like very type a firstborns too, like just as little Uh kids. And so, um, I think it's, I think that's really interesting too. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's like the doting of like the, the, like, you're honed in like, especially if you're like yeah, the, first. the
0: expectations are different,
1: the expectations, but also just like the attention that you get as the firstborn. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're the first one, like most of the time you're the first one. You're the, you're your parents only thing. Like as you see is like kids taper off, you know, like it, when they have like first, you know, you could be like, Oh, this mom, like you can look at a mom and be like, Oh, she's a mom. This is like the third kid, not the first kid. Yeah. You know, I went with my cousin to, uh, to get uh, her for her daughter's uh haircut for, she had her first day of school last weekend. And, Phoenix and my cousin pointed out the same thing because like there was one, there was like one mom in there who was like, you know, like just sitting like on her phone, like as her kid was getting a haircut. And then there was like another mom, there was like a mom, a grandma, a dad, like a, a videographer, like people like, yeah, like first haircut, like the kid is screaming his head off. And it's just so, and my cousin pointed out, she's like, that's a first, you can tell that's a firstborn yeah. and you can tell that's like a probably fourth, third born or whatever. Yeah. And so she's just like, it's just funny how that makes, how there's like oh. a difference there.
0: I mean, look at me compared to Sammy. That's Sammy's what I the mean. laid back person on the planet. I will say, as you were talking through that, I was thinking like, when do I think that that like shift happened for me when I turned 30?
1: Oh, you feel like you've gotten, wait, you feel you've gotten more laid back as when you turned 30. And I
0: think most people that are close to me would vouch for that.
1: I would agree. I would definitely agree with that. I think that, I mean, I think that you have, I mean, I just think that you're living your best life now. I mean, I feel like you're just, you're so content.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like you just, there is a contentness about you that I, I mean, it's, it's uh, crazy how, 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 you know. Just like how happy you seem, (laughs) and just like go. But I mean, just like more laid back. You're like, okay, I'm gonna do what I want to do, and just not have any apologies about it. Not that you were apologizing before, but just that this is. No, I think like
0: yeah, I'm gonna do what I want
1: to do, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let anyone tell me whatever. And God, it's a trait that I would love to inhabit someday. Well,
0: (laughs) maybe, maybe. When you turn 40.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm just... Men, it takes longer for men. Okay, let's yeah, move on because true. we've been talking about this for 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get started with Peloton in 60 seconds, a segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we discuss all things Peloton for just one minute. All right. Ready, set, go. Okay, so um I... Uh, I've been taking birthday rides. So all these Peloton instructors are like, whatever, whatever Leo, are they Leo's? I just like, every time I see on Peloton's Instagram that someone has a birthday, I, that day I take a ride from that instructor. So I've done just Sims. I've done Ben Aldis. I've done, um, Olivia today. I did Olivia. Which, is like, this just
0: it, like a thing you're doing
1: yeah it's just like a new little it's, it's like they should have birthday rides for everybody now
0: interesting okay
1: okay so then and who so you said just king was your favorite instructor have you done any more just king rides
0: yes like every day this week
1: and do you like is, is, is are you just doing her exclusively now or is it
0: no i'm gonna take a different ride today i just her workouts are so sneaky hard yeah. She comes in like a ray of sunshine and then mm. all of a sudden by the end of it, like I don't sweat that much except for maybe Alex. Yeah. But Alex and Jess are the me. only ones that like make me get that big of a workout then.
1: Okay. Also happy wedding day, Ali love.
0: Yes. Congrats. You turned the volume up this time. Yep. This has been Peloton in 60 seconds.
1: Oh, it stopped on its own. Alright, um, so Annie, I want to know, um, how uh, is your accountability group going? Annie's accountability. Well, I mean, I'm calling Annie's accountability. I know you hate that. I know that you hate my, uh, all of my I, segmentizing of, like, of my
0: automation. life. Yeah. Um, it's going well. I have and, six girls this month.
1: Okay. And so how long, and you've been doing it for how many months now?
0: Um, oh God, I think April was the first month. Okay. And I do have some people. have been with me since then
1: that's amazing
0: um have you seen progress like yes very much so
1: so people want to stick with it so you guys if you're looking for if you're looking for some accountability if you want to get you know i I mean even it sounds so stupid like on peloton though but i think i took a a, lot i think i took a class like like almost an end of the year 2020 class like one recently and Somebody just said, I can't remember the instructor was, but that somebody was just like, you know, you don't need to wait for a year, like a a new year, new whatever to like start. So if you are struggling to, cause it's hard, I mean, it's really, it's really fucking hard to like get motivated to do stuff. And I feel like you're so good at motivation and you post all the stuff that you post and stuff is so good that I, I, I think that people should really consider coming to this accountability group. And just because you are, I mean, If if nothing else, you are vigilant. Like you are.
0: Well, that's because I am a like when I say I'm going to do something, I hold myself to it, and I pride myself on being a person that will follow through. Um, The reason I can't get super specific, or I'm choosing not to get super specific on details, I told Mm -hmm. you this. Yeah, I want to respect the confidentiality of the people in the group and their private wins or setbacks or whatever like that's I just believe should be kept confidential um I do every month when I post it I do get like people just wondering like how exactly it works so I'll run through that really quick just so everyone knows I will not be doing it in November and December um just because I'll be giving birth (laughs) and (laughs) trying to navigate postpartum so um But up until then, I will be doing it. And so it's $100 a month or we can do $25 weekly payments um, if that's more convenient for whoever. Um, And basically what that gets you is a daily check-in. So uh, to start with, with, it's not really an accountability group because it's just one-on-one with me. Um, But basically I have a couple questions that I send everyone and they can tell me. It just helps me narrow down like what exactly their goals are. And what exactly they want to be held accountable to. Um, An example is workout five days a week and no wine Sunday through Thursday. So, like, that's what we check in every day on. Like, how – what workout are you doing or what did you do yesterday or things like that. And then um, on those days that you just really don't feel like sticking to what your goals are, I'm there to kind of give you a little, like, love tap to get you going in the right direction. So –
1: So people can tailor, people can sort of tailor like what they are, like the expectations that you're going, they kind of, they can set the parameters. So, and it's probably beneficial to you to sort of know, like, you know, I don't want to eat fast food. You know, I I eat fast food every day. I don't want to eat that. I want to eat it like once a week or something.
0: Yep. So I'll tell you what the questions are. So what is your biggest fitness goal? Uh, What kinds of workouts do you enjoy? What time of day do you prefer to work out? what is your biggest challenge currently? And is there anything specific you would like me to do for you? So that way, um, like I said, I would say 99% of the goals are fitness related. Like people just need that kick in the ass to like Mm -hmm. go do a workout. Yeah. But some of them, a lot of them are revolving around food or, um, gosh, I have, One girl that is dealing with an injury right now. So a lot of it is like getting creative on how she can do movement involved with her injury. Mm -hmm. So things like that. Like we're just, and I do have to say like, I am not a medical professional. I am not a personal trainer. I am not (laughs) any of those things. Um, I am purely here to just like help motivate you to go after what you want. Yeah. Um, However, I do have recommendations for all of those things if you need them.
1: Yeah. Well, and you're, you're a great resource for that. As you mentioned, like it's, Thank you it. just, you know, a lot of different people, you also have troubleshoot it. Like we've talked about this on this podcast too. You've troubleshoot it. Trouble, what is the word troubleshoot, troubleshot troubleshoot yeah. a lot with yourself and kind of like mm-hmm. learned what your body does so you can make suggestions um, on what other people should do. So I think that's, I definitely think that anyone who is, who's looking to, to be healthier, to to be better, should definitely like hit you up, hit you up yeah, on your Instagram, thank you. right? Hit you up on your Instagram. That's how they. Yeah. At Annie, at Annie underscore Wilk.
0: Yeah. Shoot me a DM at Annie underscore Wilk. Um. And like I said, I'll do it still in September and October, and then we'll probably pick it up again for the new year.
1: Yeah. And it'd be great for, it'd be great for people, for people, if you do want to kind of wait to start for the new year, that would be perfect for you because then you can start, everyone will be sort of on a new leaf.
0: Yep, exactly. This episode is brought to you by emilyroggenberg.com. Listeners, if you guys want a place to find amazing chic apparel and one-of-a-kind custom designs, go straight over to emilyroggenberg.com.
1: Annie, I love her city-based clothing. She's got T-shirts, sweatshirts, and hoodies with all of your favorite cities on them for you to wear with pride. She's got Cleveland, New York, Los Angeles, which is where I live.
0: Except you go home to Nebraska for four months at a time.
1: Okay, but that's the beauty of Emily Roggenberg's designs. You can wear all this stuff no matter what city you're in.
0: No, I get it. And personally, I love the Empowerment Apparel because it aligns and promotes values that I feel very strongly about and have talked a lot about on this podcast women empowerment equality kindness and mental health and all of the pieces are done in beautiful neutrals that can be worn every day she also
1: has these incredible photographs for purchase so go to emilyroggenberg.com to look at all of her awesome stuff
0: and right now you can use the promo code nobody for 25 percent off your purchase so please go check out emilyroggenberg.com and use promo code nobody
1: that's Emily R O G G E N B U R K dot com. Promo code nobody. And now back to the show. All right, let's move on with Jeopardy in Jeopardy question mark.
0: Were you so excited to use I was that? so excited. I can I already been, can just sense it. I was just, I mean, it's
1: just too perfect. Like it was just like a, 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 like a blessing dropped from the heavens. I mean, it was, it was too good for me not to use. Okay. Um, I must add a disclaimer here. This is a developing story. So the contents of this segment may be irrelevant by the time this episode airs. Love All right. Since <laughs> thanks, uh, since the death of beloved host Alex Trebek, Jeopardy has been searching far and wide for a new host, and the task has become virtually impossible as controversy plagues potential replacements. The winningest Jeopardy contestant ever, Ken Jennings, was an early frontrunner. Jennings was announced as the first guest host for the for the syndicated game show. Already a Jeopardy legend with his record winning streak and greatest of all time title, the popular and likable Jennings was the one to beat as Trebek's successor. However, according to Deadline in late December, just two days before his stint as guest host was to begin, several insensitive tweets by Jennings from years prior surfaced, including a 2014 comment that there is, quote, nothing sadder than a hot person in a wheelchair, unquote. Flash forward seven months, the search is now complete and longtime Jeopardy executive producer Mike Richards is about to be crowned as Trebek's replacement when he is subsequently linked to allegations from a decade ago. The story goes that during his stint as co-executive producer on The Price is Right, Richards was implicated in discrimination lawsuits by former models on the show, including a 2010 complaint by Brandy Cochran who was awarded 8.5 million in damages. After an appeal, the case was ultimately settled. A later lawsuit with another model also was settled. While featured in both complaints, Richards was only named as a defendant in the second lawsuit. He was later removed. Richards has yet to comment publicly on the reservice allegations that includes insensitive comments about pregnant women attributed to him and Cochran's suit. There's also been radio silence from Jeopardy Studios, Sony Pictures Television, which has been conducting the host search. But days after word of Richard's pending deal got out, he still was not, is not officially been announced as the new host, triggering more speculation along with questions about the integrity of the search, which Richards, as EP on the show, spearheaded on behalf of Sony TV. So, I mean, I know that you love Jeopardy, Annie, so I wanted to um, <laughs> <laughs> hear your I thoughts love, on this.
0: I do love Jeopardy. You
1: love trivia. You love... But, I mean, know, what a mess exactly this is. I, I mean,
0: what is with like
1: these are both white men, by the way.
0: Obviously. <laughs> First of all, didn't even have to tell us that. Um, uh, like why why is it so hard for white men in the in the industry to just like get their shit together?
1: Keep it in their pants.
0: Yeah. Like
1: Well, Ken Jennings, I guess, wasn't. And these are all alleged. So I shouldn't say it like that, but yeah. And I guess what it, this, the article, so this Mike Richards who is sort of like plucked from obscurity a little bit. I mean, he's been a, he's been a producer for a long time. It's kind of like my, I mean, allegations aside, it's kind of a dream scenario like for me, cause he like worked his way up as a producer and then now it's going to be, or was considered to be a host of a game show. Um, But he kind of was.
0: First of all, I had no idea that being a host of a game show was like on your dream career. Oh, are you serious?
1: What do you think? No idea. You think this podcast is just my like me? I thought you wanted to be a
0: showrunner on a script. Well, no, I do.
1: I do. I mean, it's like I have too many dreams, Annie. I have too many things going on. That's the Libra in me. That's true.
0: That's also probably. The 40 ounces of coffee.
1: <laughs> True, totally. Yeah. Hey, it's 32. It's 32. It's not okay, 40 Yeah, no. We'll
0: see once you get uh, this. Yeah, 40
1: I really want. I told you, I really want to get that. I want to get that larger cold brew, um, like gallon. <laughs> I really want to get that instead of I have yeah, a tiny little piddly one that's like 32 ounces, which that's is nothing. What you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but anyway, God. going back to this, I am, I, I just think that it's so like first of all he's spearheaded like he had to be he hasn't been the 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 ep the ep of jeopardy that long he he's Mm -hmm. like done a bunch of different other shows and then came in i think when trebek was like getting before he right before he passed away like
0: okay
1: maybe six months or something so i don't know this said long time maybe that was my fault but anyway i mean here he is spearheading this (laughs) this thing yeah. and he's like hey why did i do it like i mean it's just kind of like all right wait a minute so i mean you gonna do
0: it honestly props on the confidence dude
1: true i mean i guess that's that is a good point i mean he does probably know the show in and out and that makes sense but yeah it's like what it, it there's there was another show like this too maybe it was the price is right Where it was like, everybody had, I mean, everyone was just like under this like tiny little microscope. It's just kind of crazy. Like, obviously they, this should all be taken into consideration. I'm not discounting any of the allegations or anything like that or the, or the tweets or anything. But it's just funny how a show like Jeopardy, who is like, which is like, yeah, it's a show that everybody knows, but it's not like... It's only some massive, like, um, incredible, like. like, this,
0: right, like, just find someone and then announce it. It doesn't have to be, like, this whole drawn out, like, search.
1: For sure. And so I have a
0: suggestion. Oh, yes. For the host. Who? Do you remember the woman that used to host The Weakest Link?
1: Yes. What was her? You are The Weakest Link.
0: Yes, goodbye. Goodbye.
1: And she's like, Um, you're too short of a. You're two. You're several fries short of a happy meal, or whatever. Yes, she was like, like just she insulting would say everybody.
0: The craziest stuff. Let me see. Oh, here we go.
1: Did she pass away though?
0: <gasps> no, say not. I hope not.
1: But also, Ken Jennings. Like, I mean, you should know better. Ann Robinson. Ann Robinson. Is she? Is she still living? She's still with I'm us. Checking. Okay. Um, I think with with Ken Jennings too. I mean, like such a dumb tweet. Like his, his, like those were so like, no one cares what you're tweeting. You're not a comedian. Like just stay in your lane and be smart.
0: Yeah. And like, let's just stop making comments about women. <laughs> like here's an idea. Just don't make comments about women and then you won't get in trouble.
1: Well, you know, so I was on a show and, you know, to toot, toot my own horn. Um, I was working on a show called objectified on Fox and, um, it was hosted by Harvey Levin from TMZ. He interviewed oh. one of the, one of the episodes. I'm sure I've told you the story, but one of the episodes we did was all about Alex Trebek, and uh, this was before he was sick. This was a few years ago, but um, I anyway, I had to go to his house. I had to go to Alex Trebek's house to do a sound pickup, and let me just tell you, he was not in the mood uh, to have <laughs> anyone <laughs> come me, over. Me. Yeah, he was very. Uh, uh, very uh, distant, I would say, for lack okay. of a better word. I was there for like five minutes um, not to be shaded because no one really wants t- you to come over at, n- someone to come over at 10 a.m. to like, have you redo like saying one word.
0: Um, yeah, so. I didn't even want to do this podcast at 10 a.m. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it actually might've been earlier. However, he, in that episode, he, he said, who he thought his replacements should be and actually one of them was this woman um, named Laura Coates who was I think she's a sports reporter but she's like African American like she would be he, uh, she was a yeah she's a serious XM radio host and she was a C- she was a CNN legal analyst but he picked her basically out of obscurity and it's like why don't we you know why don't we take any of his suggestions like also a woman of uh, color would be really a big deal would be a really nice you know change for jeopardy and would like maybe show another side and also a woman so just a suggestion maybe I Quebecos on to something
0: a, I would suggest a woman I think a woman of color would be even better Um Ann Robinson by the way is still with us She's Oh 76. good
1: Great She could do it
0: She could be so good at it,
1: but she wouldn't, she wouldn't be able to give her like signature brand of no. But I
0: think that like something about she's British and there's something about just like the directness of a Brit that I just am here for.
1: Yeah, that's good. All right. Now it's time for the latest installment of the nobody's knows around an investigative segment in which these nobodies play gumshoe detectives as we take a deep dive into a particular subject or story this week, the nobody's knows around on Nicolas Cage. There's nothing particularly new about the National Treasure actor, although as many of you may know, he was going to play Joe Exotic in a scripted series based on the Netflix mega hit docuseries, Tiger King. However, that project from Amazon Studios has been shelved for now. Nonetheless, this this subject actually came up on my Greece trip and I thought we should discuss. So there's a lot of weird shit about him. He just seems like a grade A oddball. For example, recently he told Entertainment Tonight that he knew he could have a successful relationship with his Fifth wife, that's one, two, three, four, five. That's uh, your dream. I feel like. <laughs> Rico, Shibata, after discovering her love for unusual animals, specifically flying squirrels, he said she likes animals too. So I asked her, Do you have any pets? And she said, Yes, I have flying squirrels. She had two sugar gliders. I thought that's it. This could work. He and Rico tied the knot earlier this year in a quote, very small and intimate wedding at the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas. Oh, God. So, you know how I feel about that. So, I first want to discuss this part portion of it, and then we'll get into some further things. But, um, what? (laughs) First of all, you know how I feel about the wind. That's where I broke my ankle and was robbed. So, I don't really love that place. If you guys don't
0: know what we're talking about, go back to listen to episode three, I believe, for Vegas. I think
1: it was seven.
0: Was it? I'm
1: pretty sure. Seven, no, but it was our Vegas episode. Oh God! Um,
0: but you go while well, I fact check. Well,
1: <laughs> I just am like, first of all, sugar gliders. Those are flying squirrels, I guess. Yeah, um,
0: I actually knew that.
1: But why are they sugar gliders? Why are they called that? That's
0: just what they're called. But they do they?
1: But are they sugar? Do they? Do they like? Are they like bees where they make honey, or are they? Did did do, do, do squirrels have anything to do with sugar?
0: Um, I don't think so.
1: Um, so, all right, so let's move on. According to CNBC, Nicolas Cage was once a top earner in Hollywood, worth about $150 million. However, he squandered it away on a string of expensive and often eccentric purchases, eventually facing foreclosure on several properties and owing the IRS $6.3 million in property taxes. Here are just a few things he purchased. He once owned 15 residences, including a $25 million waterfront home in Newport Beach, a $15.7 million countryside estate in Newport, Rhode Island. He certainly loves any city named Newport, I guess. That's
0: and beautiful.
1: <laughs> Oh, really? And an $8.5 million abode in Las Vegas. Over in Europe, he purchased not one but two castles for $10 million and $2.3 million, respectively, and a $3 million desert island in the Bahamas. He also sprung for a nine-foot-tall burial tomb, as well as shrunken pygmy heads. Which, what the fuck are those? Well, they're real-life human shrunken heads. Um, I don't know how you get your hands on those. I'll di- I digress. He blew uh, four thousand five hundred. And $50,000 on the late Shah of Iran's Lamborghini and another 150000 on a pet octopus. Mm-hmm. He spent yet another 150000 on the first Superman comic and allegedly also once outbid fellow actor Leonardo DiCaprio for a 7 million year old dinosaur skull. The 276,000 artifact turned out to be stolen, however, and Nicholas had to return it to the Mongolian government. Oh my God. Um, maybe he should actually steal the Declaration of Independence to pay this debt.
0: None of this surprises me.
1: <laughs> well, I just think he would be so good at playing a crazed, hoarding, bedlamite like Joe Exotic because he is him. He could totally win an Emmy for this.
0: Hey, stop. Um, um Sorry, Carter's barking at nothing. Oh, no,
1: Carter. Um,
0: uh, there's something very that has always like rubbed me the wrong way and kind of given me like hair on the back of my neck stands up with Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Like I think he's just very bizarre. So none of these things surprise me. And he should know better than to go against DiCaprio in anything.
1: <laughs> what do you think? Ha- okay. Cause here's how, here's the context of the Grease trip. A couple of the guys on there were like, what is your take on Nicolas Cage? Like what happened to him? Where did he, what, where did he kind of like go wrong? Like, I just want to know where he thought, yes, I know that he was making a ton of money and everything, but like, do you think he just had this idea that, oh, it doesn't really matter what I do. Like I- I'm, I'm just, I can't take the money with me. I'll just spend it and then kind of like got lost or is he just like, why would you need shrunken pygmy heads? Why? I think
0: that if Nicolas Cage wasn't in movies, he would be working at GameStop. I think he's just a weird person. (laughs) No offense to anyone that works at GameStop, but like that is a very specific person. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, that is amazing. <laughs> like, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I think, so you just think that he's someone who just became, is just a rich, like, weirdo. I,
0: I mean, think that he's just someone that is not, like, society's typical. Because I, here's the thing. I know that, like, Hollywood's made up of a lot of, like, artists who tend to be a little eccentric anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to but there's also, like, I do think Hollywood is made up of, like, the popular side of those eccentric people. Mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage would not fall into the popular side of, like, anything. He reminds me of a kid that was a loner in high school and, like, growled at you when you walked by. Like, <laughs> I think he just was is really different. I don't want to say weird because yeah. everyone, like, deserves to be Everyone's who they want to be. But he's not like society's typical cool guy. Yeah. And I think he probably got a lucky break, and he made a boatload of money and got really famous. And I stand by the fact that if he had not had that lucky break, he would be working at GameStop or maybe mm-hmm. Hot Topic.
1: Yeah, or Borders. All that these are defined. exist
0: anymore. I know.
1: Well, I don't know if GameStop does either. Yeah, it does. Oh, it does. Okay. GameStop's,
0: remember GameStop stock just like oh that's right. That's
1: ago. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I should get into the stock or market.
0: Spencer's gifts.
1: Spencer's gifts. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. he would, work he would there. be
1: totally cages. Yeah. Cages. Yeah. Cages. That's what he should make.
0: Yes. That's the only place that you should make bird cages would... now. No, now you're spiraling. All right. Mm. <laughs> I just have so many ideas. The only place that you can buy like a tapestry, a lava lamp. And, and a dildo.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and also <laughs> like Austin Powers t shirt. Yeah. Like it yes. just doesn't make any sense. No, it there's doesn't. nothing that makes any sense. Well, I would just like to commend Nicolas Cage because at least, even though everyone was giving him such a hard time about making all of those terrible movies, like I don't know, Bangkok Dangerous was the dumbest title ever, but I actually think that was one of the more popular movies that he made. But he I've made all of these that. Well, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't. There's like, I mean, the 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 titles of these movies are like actually ridiculous. I mean- um, The
0: best movie he's made is National Treasure.
1: Well, yeah, but he was also in like The Rock and Leaving Las Vegas and um, uh, Face Off. But the one thing that I will say, um, he is in a new movie called Pig, where he okay. is it's almost like, it's sort of like a John Wick type of movie, but he plays like this- I don't really know. I don't know exactly what the character's like background is, but basically he's looking for his pig and he goes like on this journey and apparently it's really good and he's very good in it. Um, And I have to kind of commend him for, there's a lot of people that wouldn't have the pull or the clout to be able to do what he does. Like at least he's still making and acting in movies even though they're not good, but he's probably getting paid to like pay these debts. You know, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people out there that do that who are pretty big actors that don't want to give up their craft. So they end up just like kind of taking all these different, I mean, Bruce Willis is a perfect example. Like, I don't know why he's doing it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is another one. I don't know what it's with these action stars, but you know, I know that Bruce Willis is in like totally random movies like that. You see like on video on demand and you're like what Bruce Willis is in this movie about like yeah. space and running or like, run, I don't know. Like it it just, so I, I will say that I, I have to kind of give these guys credit for like not giving up, you know, like going to drive Uber or something. Not that they would do that, but, you know, something else. Right.
0: Um, well, sure.
1: So that's what I would say. But this movie, this pig movie is supposed to be like pretty good. This is what I've is what I've heard. It, it hasn't. Um, I don't think it's out or maybe it just came out. Yeah. Um, but I've heard it's I've heard that he's very good in it. So hopefully maybe he'll be taken okay. seriously again.
0: I'm not going to hold my breath on it, but good for him. <laughs>
1: All right. Now it is time to close out with another loser of the week. Yes. This week's loser is drumroll, please. Maxwell Barry. Who is he? You ask. Maxwell Barry is the 22 year old Ohio man who allegedly groped the breasts of two flight attendants during a frontier flight and punched a third and punched a third was duct taped to his seat for the rest of the trip from Philadelphia to Miami. Of course, he was going to Florida after landing. Police said Maxwell Barry was arrested on three counts of battery. FBI agents who responded to the scene said they would not pursue federal felony charges, according to an arrest report provided by the Miami-Dade Police Department. Barry could not be reached for comment. Obviously not. Like, I mean, (laughs) come on. So, Andy, what do you think of this story? Another plane, another moron on a plane.
0: God, I mean, here's the thing. Flight attendants are now taking, um, uh self defense classes
1: which rightfully so
0: which is shouldn't have to happen like no. people should be able to board a plane and behave themselves um here <laughs> here's my thing one this guy was obviously out of line he groped two flight attendants he punched a third like should there be charges pressed probably however I want to know whose idea it was to duct tape him to a seat.
1: I do too. <laughs> Why did, what, and we, yeah, how did that, did that come about naturally? Like, was it like, okay, well. this trained
0: him enough for someone, like did other passengers get involved? I need sure. more information about that because it would not be easy to duct tape a grown man to a seat.
1: Who's also like fueled with adrenaline, probably yes. from punching a flight attendant,
0: <laughs> right? Exactly, and and, and, and horning,
1: and horning himself up,
0: right? Like there's this story was just we should have actually made this a Florida man segment too. I like, thought about it.
1: I thought about it, but he's technically not from Florida, so I thought you know breaking my own rule.
0: Florida, it occurred basically in Florida, <laughs> but it is way, not he surprising. Is, he is the loser of the week, but I just I saw this story and I was like. We have to talk about this because this is the craziest thing i've ever heard
1: well going back to what you said about flight attendants i mean flight attendants are now becoming like waitress they're like waiters they're, they're it's, like it's
0: honestly they're security serious. guards
1: they're like i mean they have too many jobs they should be paid so much more than they are and people don't want to like people don't want to subject themselves to that i mean pilot like you know they laid off a lot of pilots so now mm-hmm. that's why a lot of these planes have been delayed. I found that out recently.
0: Okay, well, that's that the reason why planes.
1: Well, the reason that it takes so long is because you have the pilots have to get re basically licensed. So it takes like nine months for a Wait, pilot to get re licensed. I, just to go through like the security measures and to make sure that they have like done the psychological, like done everything that they need to do in terms of like, in order to fly, it takes that, it just takes that long. So when you're laid off or whatever, they just, you can't just like hop right back into it. It's, I think it's maybe after like six months. I don't know exactly. So don't quote Jeez, me on that, but crazy. so they have, so that's why there's, there's less planes and that's why there's so many like delays and things like that. Also, I found out that pilots don't pilots and flight attendants do not get paid. They only get paid for their time in the air. So they do not want to be like, they don't want to be delayed either. Like it's out of oh, their control in terms of things. I didn't know this. I just talked to, I was telling this, I was talking about our spirit Airlines story to someone who was, who's in that industry. And they were telling me all this stuff. And they were saying how that flight attendant, like none of these people want to get delayed like hours and hours upon hours of delays because they don't get paid for that either.
0: Oh, I had no idea. I didn't
1: either. So I thought that was crazy because like, well, they don't give a crap. They don't care if they're late or that, whatever, like who cares if a plane's delayed because they're going to get paid regardless. But no, apparently that's not the way that it goes. So I thought that was very interesting. But I mean, yeah, these people need to get paid more for all this stuff and like, just be courteous on a goddamn plane, wear a mask. Like, I don't understand what the, what the deal is. I don't want to wear a mask if I don't have to, but if I am asked to, or like, it's a procedure and protocol to wear a mask I'll do it like I don't understand well, where in the, the disconnect grand
0: scheme of things it is not that big of a deal
1: no it's not a big deal and get a comfortable mask like if you're pro- if you have a problem with your mask it's probably because you buy the cheapest one on like at the dollar general
0: well and people I mean it's just everyone just needs to like chill out yeah that's my whole thing like everybody just relax don't touch people when they don't want to be touched Don't talk to people when they don't want to be talked to. Don't talk about people. Just mind your business. And we're done. (laughs) Mic drop. Okay, so if you guys are not already doing so, please follow us on Instagram at nobody's pod at Andy underscore Wilkin at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at nobody's the pod. Same for our personals. And you can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com.
1: Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend.
0: And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay.
1: It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.